0: What are we to do when the evil of darkness is openly revealed by the light of truth? Well, for today, that means it's past time for the unmasking of the covid pandemic. The Bible says, test, that means examine everything, hold firmly to what is good, in 1 Thessalonians 5.21. Is any controversy exempt from this probe? Remember the wisdom of Proverbs 18.17. It says, he who states his case first seems right, until the other comes and examines him. Have we all heard enough of the loud proclamations of a very one-sided narrative in the mass media? What's the obvious intended result? Do you think the widespread wearing of face coverings and abandonment of common sense should tell us something? Test this idea. When we know that we are the targets of a colossal battle between the truths of God's word and the lies of the devil's fear, should that cause us to diligently probe for what is good and right? The Bible says, For we do not wrestle against flesh and blood, but against the rulers, against the authorities, against the cosmic powers over the present darkness, against the spiritual forces of evil in the heavenly places, Ephesians 6.12 says. And that's why we absolutely need to put on the full armor of God so that we can effectively stand firm against the schemes of the devil. Is this possibly the most compelling case for Paul's plea in Romans 12, verse 2? And do not be conformed to this world, but be transformed by the renewing of your mind that you may prove what is that good and acceptable and perfect will of God. If there's one dominating theme throughout Scripture, it's the godly command do not fear. And when we hear a report that causes us to have fear, what divine promise should immediately come to our minds? I'm sure you're thinking of the one, For God has not given us a spirit of fear, but of power and of love and of a sound mind, 2 Timothy 1.7. Truth-seekers, with even a pinch of skepticism, smell the fishiness of propaganda. We seem to be witnessing the full-on war on justice, truth, and all that's good and right. Isaiah 59.14 is being repeated worldwide. Quote, "...our courts oppose the righteous, and justice is nowhere to be found. Truth stumbles in the streets, and honesty has been outlawed." It says in 1 Timothy 4.1, "...now the Holy Spirit expressly says that in latter times some will depart from the faith, giving heed to the deceiving spirits and doctrines or teachings of demons." We're all becoming aware that this verse is not just talking about theological arguments over various religious doctrines. Germany's Nazi Fuhrer of the Third Reich, Adolf Hitler, is famous for saying that if you tell masses of people a big enough lie and tell them often enough, they will believe just about anything. Have you gotten just a bit tired of seeing lies promoted to guide public policies in our communities? Why don't more people have the guts to ask sincere questions and help all the sheep remove the real pandemic disguise of stupidity, propaganda, and deception? What is truth worth when we are surrounded by people swallowing truckloads of free lies? The Bible says in Proverbs twenty-three, twenty-three: Buy the truth and sell it not, also wisdom and instruction and understanding. Have you discovered the evil one is famous for bribing people to swallow lots of poison that's passed out for free everywhere? There are now companies giving away free unhealthy goodies like donuts and french fries to get you to be injected with the poison determined by globalists to commit mass genocide. If you don't believe it, then do some research. But truth will cost you. If you want it, really want to know it, You're going to make investments in yourself and your family for many years to come. And whatever you're investing your time and money into these days, you just might want to consider making some adjustments to your priorities, especially after reviewing our considerations today. Nobody can be expected to learn, much less remember and recite all the details needed to guide our choices, and that's why it's good to have access to knowledgeable resources which are listed for our use. More importantly, we need to prayerfully seek the wisdom and discernment that comes only from God's Holy Spirit. Anyone who does just a little research and asks honest, scientifically knowledgeable medical people about surgical masks will quickly learn that they do nothing to prevent contagious respiratory disease. In fact, studies for years have been confirmed by recent studies that masks actually cause a whole list of dangerous and serious negative outcomes. But the general public, who supposedly just want to know the facts, never gets to hear about it without being labeled as some kind of truth-telling conspiracy theory wacko. If your doctor isn't willing to tell you the truth and the negative hazards of wearing a surgical mask, you need to walk away and refuse to argue with a person who supports a lie against humanity. There are two obvious reasons a thinking person will avoid wearing a mask just because they have the intention to prevent contamination of pathogens through the air. The first is the fact that you're restricting oxygen flow that can result in brain function loss and other system-wide problems. And then there's the problem of increasing the buildup of CO2 in your bloodstream. And it takes only minutes to reach a dangerous level surpassing published industry safety limits. But then there's other problems, big problems. Dr. Russell Blaylock, renowned epidemiologist, wrote, quote, Face masks pose serious risk to the healthy. When a person is infected with a respiratory virus, they will expel some of the virus with each breath. If they're wearing a mask, especially an N95 mask or other tight-fitting mask, they will be constantly rebreathing the viruses, raising the concentration of the virus in the lungs and the nasal passages. By wearing a mask, the exhaled viruses will not be able to escape and will concentrate in the nasal passages, enter the olfactory nerves, and travel into the brain. There's plenty of well-documented evidence about the ineffectiveness of masks. At Dr. Sherry Tenpenny's website, many articles about the problems with mandated public mask wearing of the healthy is at the link that's in the notes for today's program called The Unmasking of the COVID Pandemic." Look for it on the reclaimyourlegacy.com website. A really good and brief layman's review of the science about the virus scare, including masks, is at another link that's found on today's program notes in the website for reclaimyourlegacy.com. It's called stopworldcontrol.com science. In this report, you'll see an inside look at Event 201 or Event 201. It took place in New York City on October Eighteenth, Two 2019. Event 201 was a high-level pandemic exercise hosted by the Johns Hopkins Center for Health Security in partnership with the World Economic Forum and the Bill and Melinda Gates Foundation. This pandemic simulation exercise of coronavirus took place about six weeks before the first illness from the coronavirus was actually reported in Wuhan, China. Again, see the story that's linked on the website for today's program. If you have not yet seen the documentary called Plandemic, or the first trailer about it that Dr. Judy Mikovits showed her revealing story, she states that the man who directed the campaign to silence her discoveries of manipulation and abuse of the science was none other than Dr. Anthony Fauci. See the whole story at the link on reclaimyourlegacy.com and today's program, The Unmasking of the COVID Plandemic. In May 2020, filmmaker Mickey Willis released the 30-minute trailer for his new film, Plandemic. It featured his interview with whistleblower Dr. Judy Mikovits. She exposed the fraud of Anthony Fauci, revealing who he truly is. Some say he's a mass murderer. This trailer soon went viral. The deep state went into overdrive trying to contain the damage and censor it. That only made things worse for them. It's estimated that close to a billion people have now reviewed that clip, which is now being referred to as Plandemic One by many. The follow-up interview with Dr. Judy Mikovits is most definitely a report you want to watch. The full feature film, released in August of 2020, gives clear evidence that what's unfolding today has been planned since the late 1990s. A massive amount of proprietary patents were filed on coronavirus in 1999 as revealed by national intelligence analyst David Martin, Ph.D. The medical tyrants such as Anthony Fauci and the leaders of the CDC discovered a goldmine in 2003 with the first SARS coronavirus outbreak in Asia. Led by Anthony Fauci, they actually patented the SARS coronavirus and proceeded to develop an empire. As Dr. Martin reports, because the virus could be easily manipulated, they saw it was very valuable. When they sought to patent it in 2003, they made sure they controlled the proprietary rights of the disease itself, as well as the virus and the means of detecting and measuring it. From 2003 to 2018, they controlled 100% of the cash flow that built the empire around the industrial complex of coronavirus. From the Rockefeller takeover of the media and the pharmaceutical industry a century ago, to the modern rise of technocracy led by Bill Gates, to the current pandemic being used to instill fear in the masses, this film unmasks it all. Please see this film and get as many people as you can to also see this film. The time is running out for them to wake up before the masses are either exterminated by the globalists or destroyed with their attempt to implement their new world order. Just what exactly has been going on for the past 16 months or so? We know that Americans, most of them anyway, get their information exclusively from the corporate media. Anyone who's thinking also knows that world of propaganda is heavily funded by Big Pharma. For the first time since the COVID pandemic started, a big dose of reality was delivered thanks to Tucker Carlson and his 45-minute interview with Dr. Peter McCullough on his Tucker Carlson Today show on Fox News. This interview is focused on one question. Why is nobody discussing COVID treatment protocols outside of the new experimental vaccines? The question about why all the government controls are happening was not the focus of this interview. It would have led to discussions about Bill Gates, Anthony Fauci, their ties to eugenics and establishing a new world order. But those topics are beyond the expertise of Dr. McCullough. To his credit, however, Dr. McCullough did allude to some of these things by bringing up the Nuremberg Code and how doctors today are violating it. Do you know about the Nuremberg Code? It's a major declaration affecting all humans worldwide. After World War II, an international tribunal tried and convicted many people who were involved in the Nazi Holocaust with their complicit participation in inhumane medical experiments on Jewish people and others that the Third Reich wanted to eliminate. Many of those people who forsook their conscience in favor of obeying the state were convicted, sentenced, and executed. The Nuremberg Code was a list of declarations included in the transcript of today's program. Included in the ten points of the code are the voluntary consent of the human subject is absolutely essential. Another one was the experiment should be so designed and based on the results of animal experimentation and a knowledge of the natural history of the disease or other problem under study. And then the experiment should be so conducted as to avoid all unnecessary physical and mental suffering and injury. Not to mention, proper preparations should be made and adequate facilities provided to protect the experimental subject against even remote possibilities of injury, disability, or death. Dr. McCullough is not anti-vax, and neither is Tucker Carlson. When you watch this interview, you will see two people educated to believe in the medical system. However, they obviously see that something is not right with the way the entire world has responded to COVID. Hundreds of thousands of people in the U.S. have died needlessly. Why? They were told to go home with COVID-19 because there was no treatment for it, when in fact, there were successful treatments. That lie has now been exposed to millions of people worldwide thanks to the audience of Tucker Carlson. It appears he's like many honest medical doctors and people who just want to know the facts. They also recognize that there are evil people with evil intentions running this COVID show and their consciences will no longer allow them to be silent. Tucker is obviously putting his own career on the line to expose this, choosing to follow the truth wherever it leads, no matter what is going on or what it's going to cost him. Even though Fox News is mostly a conservative platform, partisan politics never entered the discussion. Just good, solid journalism. This is nonpartisan issue. It affects everyone. In May of 2021, an episode of The High Wire featured Dr. Dolores Cahill from Ireland with updated research on why masks should not be worn. See her interview at the notes for today's program, The Unmasking of the COVID-Planemic, on ReclaimYourLegacy.com. Her scientific investigations over many years of highly qualified experience include several important observations everybody should know. Number one. Coronaviruses are not transmitted through the air, but through droplets landing on surfaces that are touched and then transferred to mucous membranes on our faces. She agrees wholeheartedly with Dr. Russell Blaylock that the masks offer no protection, but rather produce significant harm as noted earlier. With the immune system stress created by mask wearing, latent virus particles in your body can re-emerge, sparking internal infection." Good nutrition, managed stress, and vitamin supplementation are vital to bolster your immune system, your naturally designed first line of defense. Your body's immune system can then clear out the viral invasion within 10 or 11 days. Incidentally, have you heard there's no such thing as a flu season? There's only a low vitamin D season? And you know what causes that, don't you? It's the lack of sunshine exposure to your skin that enables your body to create vitamin D. This is why you should absolutely have to have 5,000 to 10,000 international units of vitamin D daily to optimize your God-given defense, especially if you're enduring high levels of stress. Take most of it at night before going to bed. With a strong immune system, there's no need for masks or social distancing, and Dr. Cahill goes on to say current government officials in many states are making policy decisions that are making people sicker. Dr. Cahill and the Medical Doctors' Coalitions that she is part of in Ireland and Europe are launching legal actions to contend that such government actions are crimes against humanity. Rather than keeping people in their homes, they should be informing them about good nutrition, vitamins, and engagement with society to build up natural herd immunity. She went on to say that when new outbreaks of viruses circulate the globe, they do so in about four to six weeks. While the majority of the population are typically exposed to the virus, but most will have no symptoms, they will develop an immune response and clear it naturally. Some will have flu-like symptoms, while only one in a hundred will develop a cough. And another thing, we know that HCQ, that is hydroxychloroquine, used as a preventative or early treatment with a corona infection, will prevent people from ever going to the hospital. Thus, it's entirely unnecessary to have society-wide lockdowns. The many scientists who are not under the thumb of the pharmaceutical companies are launching legal challenges against politicians and others. 99 of 100 people will have no symptoms from being in contact with the virus as long as their immune system is supported with vitamin D, vitamin C, and zinc. The public should have mass publicity of the means of prevention and curative treatment as mentioned, plus knowledge of the symptoms to recognize so people can take appropriate action with HCQ, azithromycin, and zinc. HCQ has a half-life of 21 days, and those with cystic fibrosis and elderly with underlying conditions should have a preventative treatment with HCQ and zinc every two weeks just to avoid any symptoms, and there's no need that anyone dies from this. Compared to Ebola, a class 4 biosafety hazard with no known treatment or vaccine, SARS-CoV-2 should be rated as safety class 1, meaning there's no need to require social distancing. This is because we now know we have a preventative strategy or standard of treatment. HCQ has been widely and safely used to treat malaria, lupus, and arthritis for over 60 years. The governments and the media are not informing people of these things. They have a legal, ethical, and moral responsibility to inform the public of their choices in making health decisions. The widely publicized expectation for future spikes in COVID outbreaks could actually be the result of things like undiagnosed cardiovascular issues or cancer that has been suppressed by the public policies regarding the handling of COVID. We must never do this again. And that means the totally irrational and unsubstantiated government and medical professions way of reacting to the virus. Once the body develops natural immunity, you're protected for life. After May of 2021, the global reopening of the world being promoted by thousands of scientists and doctors, politicians and government officials, that means bureaucrats, will be charged with crimes against humanity. Why? Why? They have refused to promote the open discourse of information regarding the prevention and treatment of the COVID-SARS-2 crisis. It has been used to promote a plague of fear, and that has resulted in far greater harm and death due to the lack of treatment of other diseases as well as the spin-offs like loss of income, alcoholism, drug abuse, child abuse, and suicide. There needs to be future policy regarding public health that medical policymakers must be accountable to the people. A global community for assessing vaccine safety should assure that those involved in the public policies resulting from research and development of treatments have no conflicts of interest. Dr. Cahill goes on to say that there should be no personal benefit from the distribution of vaccines among government-entrusted policymakers. A global institute of research professionals for vaccine safety? should be completely disconnected from the profits generated by the marketing of vaccines. Also, the trials of vaccines should adequately report all of the adverse events, plus a tracking system to surveil the distribution and performance of future vaccines. Often those adverse events are six to nine months after administration. Everyone should have the freedom of information access to this pivotal interview with Dr. Dolores Cahill. You've got to look at it and listen to it on the website for today's program, The Unmasking of the COVID Pandemic at reclaimyourlegacy.com. Do you know that coronavirus jabs have killed more people than all other vaccines in the last two decades? Even the CDC admits it. According to the CDC website, quote, Over 245 million doses of COVID-19 vaccines were administered in the United States from December 14, 2020, through May 3, 2021. During this time, VAERS received 4,178 reports of death among people who received a COVID-19 vaccine. The website went on to boldly proclaim that a review of available clinical information, including death certificates, autopsy, and medical records, has not established a causal link to COVID-19 vaccines. The CDC has a vested interest in getting as many people vaccinated as possible. So even when burying the important data about deaths at the bottom of a page intended to assuage concerns over these experimental drugs, they did so with every intention of making people take it. French Nobel laureate Luc Montagnier has confirmed that there is no chance of survival for people who have received any form of the vaccine. In the shocking interview, the world's leading virologist stated bluntly, there is no hope and no possible treatment for those who have already been vaccinated. The scientific genius backed up the claims of other eminent virologists after studying the ingredients of the vaccine. He said, they will all die from antibody-dependent enhancement. Now, if we have received the gift of eternal life through faith in the redemption offered only through the atoning death of Jesus Christ, the Son of the living God, we know that our life is not our own. We belong to him to do his will. And even if we've made regrettable choices with inevitable consequences, we are confident that he knows the number of our days. We must give account only to him for what we do with every gift he's given to us. Several words of insight in Paul's letter to the Ephesians seem fittingly worth our reflection from chapters four and five. Don't act like those outside your covenant family who act according to their futile reasoning. They're darkened in their understanding because they are totally outside the life of God. They're ignorant because their hearts are hard. We must be renewed in the spirit of our minds. We must put on the mind of the spiritually regenerated man that God created us to be, devoted to truth, separated from the corruption of the world. Rather than joining in fruitless deeds of darkness, we should deliberately expose those influences. They're disgraceful for us to chatter about. As we await God's deliverance for the crisis being endured by our nations, we give our attention to God's Word. We meditate on His wisdom and insight. We anticipate His help in our times of need to do what He guides us to do to bring glory to Him. May God's Holy Spirit and His wisdom guide us all to do the right thing for those we can serve with discernment. Thanks for your prayers as we work to help our listeners in our area to discover the resources to help us all in this war. And when you're at the website, if the Holy Spirit impresses you to help us stay on this channel, we truly need your financial support and appreciate whatever He enables you to do. There's a place on the website that you can select different ways to donate. It's all about each of us doing our little parts to the glory of our risen King. To Jesus be all the praise. This is Dennis Peterson. Thanks again for joining me today on Reclaiming Your Legacy.